0: This morning we celebrate an event that changed the course of human history, an event that changed the life of the early followers of Jesus, an event that changed the world and its belief, and an event that changed the way that the early Christian community worshipped God. Today, this morning, we celebrate the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead, that the tomb on that early Sunday morning was empty, that he was not there, but he rose as he had promised. We celebrate an event today that changed the life of the disciples, because those those disciples were gathered in the upper room, perhaps the very same room that they celebrated the Last Supper with the Lord Jesus. And as they were gathered there, they were there because they were fearful. Fearful that the same government that put Jesus to death would now seek to put them to death as well. They were gathered in that upper room sorrowful of heart because the Lord and Master that that they followed, the one that called them each by name, and they left everything, The nets on the sand of the seashore, the tax collector station, their families. They left everything to follow him, only to have him die the death of a common criminal. But they were mournful, sorrowful, because their friend and teacher was no longer with them. They were gathered in that upper room, regretful and remorseful, because of what they had done that they had abandoned Jesus along the way of the cross, except for one, the beloved disciple, John the Evangelist. Peter ended up denying Jesus three times, and the others were nowhere to be found at the foot of the cross. And so they were gathered there for all these reasons in that upper room. And then the women come and bring great news to them that the tomb is empty, that they don't know where Jesus is. And they came to believe that he had risen from the dead. When Jesus enters into that upper room in our gospel next weekend, he's going to breathe on them and say, Peace be with you. The fear that they had will be calmed as peace overcomes them. The sorrow that they experience will be turned into joy because they are now reunited with their God. And the regret and remorse they feel, they'll be forgiven. And for Peter, he'll be given an opportunity three times to renew his love for Jesus. The the resurrection changes the life of the disciples three days after Good Friday. And for each and every one of us, we're disciples of the Lord. And at times, we're filled with fear just as they were. We're sorrowful just as they were. We're remorseful, regretful, just as they were. Right now, in our day and age, we live in a time of fear where extremists want to take away the peace and tranquility that we enjoy by taking innocent life. But even in the midst of this, Jesus comes today rising from the dead, and says to us, Peace be with you. The sorrow that we experience over the death of Jesus is turned into joy, for He lives. And every time we gather to celebrate the sacraments, we experience forgiveness for the times that we've abandoned Jesus. Today we celebrate an event that changed the course of the world's beliefs. Because up until this point, they didn't know about life after death. They believed in a place called Sheol, the Jewish people did, a place of holding. And it's to that place, in the depths of the netherworld, that Jesus descends on Holy Saturday. And there takes Adam and Eve, Moses and Elijah, and all the people of the Old Testament, and leads them into eternal life, into paradise. In heaven. It changes our belief. That when we die. It doesn't have the final word. But that there's life after death. Because the tomb was empty. Because Jesus lives. On the night of Good Friday. When Jesus died. He said to the good thief. Today you'll be with me in paradise. The great promise. The great hope that for those who have gone before us, those that we have loved, that because of the resurrection, we will see them once again. And today we celebrate an event that changed how the early Christian community worshipped. Because as Jewish people, they worshipped on the Sabbath, going to the synagogue, just as Jesus did all throughout the Gospels. But now because Jesus rose from the dead on the first day of the week. They now worship on the day of the sun on Sunday to commemorate the resurrection. There was an early Roman historian named Pliny the Younger and he wrote in one of his historical records that the early Christians gathered early in the morning and they sung hymns to Christ as if he were a god that they began to worship an early Sunday morning because they still had to go back into the workplace because it was still a work day. It was not the Sabbath. But Easter changes the day that they've worshipped, even to this very day as we gather together. It was on that Easter morning that two disciples were walking on the road to Emmaus, and they met a stranger along the way, and They read the Scriptures together, and he interpreted them. And then they gathered and broke bread together. And as they did it, the stranger who is Jesus among them vanishes because he comes to us in the breaking of the bread. And that's what happens every Sunday that we gather. Every Sunday is really Easter Sunday. It's an elongation, a continuation of Easter And just as Sunday was so important in the life of those early followers of Jesus, of the early Christians, so much so that it changes how they worship from Saturday to Sunday, it too can and should change us in the way we worship each and every week. Today we celebrate an event that changed the course of history, it changed the life of the disciples turning sorrow into joy, turning fear into peace, and turning remorse into forgiveness. We celebrate an event that changes our beliefs, assuring us of the promise that there's life after death. We celebrate an event that calls us together each and every Sunday. It truly has changed the world. And so now will we allow this mystery of Easter Sunday to change us from the inside out.